0: All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. Uh, My name is Mark Morelli, and I'll be your podcast host. Uh, (laughs) I've so missed you guys. I'm really sorry that it's taken me so long to drop uh, these last few podcasts. It's been rather busy here around the the vault. Uh, I wish I could take you on a tour of a day in the life. It can get a little hectic. Uh, A lot of driving involved, Uh, you know, certainly... uh, uh, you know, connecting with a lot of people. Uh, lots happening and uh, keeping us quite busy here. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, we had to take a, a minor break. Uh, I'd love to fill you in on every last gory detail, but I can tell you we're keeping uh, very, very busy. And so we'll, uh, we'll start off with uh, some of the latest. I know you guys are always interested in what's going on with the law changes. Uh, you know, right now I'm seeing a, a lot of effort uh, coming from places like the CCFR Uh, They're certainly uh, doing their part uh, in getting the word out there Uh, to the public, you know, what's happening. Uh, C-71 uh, and the subsequent uh, C-75, uh, I believe, is uh, going to be responsible for uh, decreasing the penalties for seemingly uh, much more serious crimes while at the same time attacking the most law-abiding people in the nation— Uh, I think that you know it's safe it's safe to say that uh, they're making it abundantly clear where they stand on these uh, these enormous issues uh, that we're looking at anyway I'm seeing a great deal of response Uh, we got to get that petition signed Uh, I'm not sure where I saw it last I think it was around 75,000 we definitely have to get that that thing above 100,000 at least I think it's really important Uh, I've said this before and I'll say it again I think it's uh, tremendously important that we get word out to the public that the uh, government is about to waste, uh, you know, potentially millions of dollars, billions of dollars last time they did it, and this government doesn't seem to be uh, any more interested in saving any money uh, than that government was. So uh, I imagine that we're going to see a large sum of money spent on really ineffective legislation that only seems to punish uh, the law-abiding citizens of our country. Uh, so, so really, really, I think it's important, uh, that we get word out there to the public that they, uh, they realize what's happening, uh, definitely reach our members of parliament and let them know that, uh, you know, this is completely unacceptable, uh, to, uh, let everybody in your family know, your friends know, uh, to pass it around, to make sure that everybody gets, uh, you know, an opportunity, uh, to express an opinion about wasteful, Spending of tax dollars, uh, you know, again. And uh, at the same time, punishing seemingly, uh, you know, really good people. uh, Statistically proven to be uh, really good people. Government approved people. People that cannot hold these licenses unless they maintain perfect lives. And that's uh, that's just wrong. Uh, You know, uh, (laughs) nobody's perfect. But I can assure you that gun owners in Canada are as close as you're ever going to get. And so for those of us out there, uh, you know, that are part of the firearm community, uh, you know, we know a squeaky clean, that's, uh, that's the order of the day every day. Uh, and it's, certainly it's the, uh, you know, the government's, uh, you know, best effort to keep us in check, uh, I think that a lot of the rules that they, uh, they have currently in place are good ones. Uh, I think that the Firearms Act could be tweaked uh, substantially, uh, you know, and streamlined in a number of ways that would in uh, no way, shape or form, compromise the integrity of, you know, public safety. So we're going to work towards that. Uh, in the meantime, let's get that petition signed up. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, join your lobby groups if you have not done so yet. Uh, I would actively encourage you, uh, you know, to uh, to reach out to those people and to let them know that you're behind them. Uh, there's definitely a lot uh, a lot of uh, well, a lot of change coming our way, uh, and hopefully, when we uh, oust this uh, horrific liberal government uh, will have an opportunity to uh, have people in place that uh, already understand uh, what our needs are and uh, can do better uh, with the generation of uh, common sense oriented uh, legislation as it relates to uh, firearms and their ownership in this country and uh, moving right along i think that it's important that uh, you know i go over some of the uh, some of the posts um you know if you haven't noticed by now folks uh, you know we've definitely been exposed to a lot of trigger wholesale product uh, i will tell you that uh, they are a fantastic client uh, we love working with them uh, we look forward to working with them more closely in the future hopefully uh you know it's my sincere hope that the canadian gum vault will always associate themselves with the best. And, uh, you know, I can pick a winner when I see one. Uh, definitely got to thank the good people of the Trigger Wholesale Group uh, for taking good care of us, uh, certainly uh, exposing us to the firearms you have and your friendship. You've been uh, terrifically welcoming. And the Canadian Gun Vault very much appreciates it. Uh, looking at the week, uh, you know, like, I mean, there's been so many exciting things. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I've, I've, uh, Pearlie White's is joined me for this evening's podcast. She's a silent uh, partner in this uh, evening's uh, conversation. She's busy working uh, ardently on memes that uh, definitely are going to place some of our close friends uh, at a position of great disadvantage. So she's chuckling as she's memming some photos that I've sent to her. Uh, we have a couple of really great friends uh, that we've spent a little time with lately. And uh, I'm... <laughs> I'm thinking you're gonna like these ones anyway uh, so so as I go through the work week uh, we had we had an instance that were really exciting uh, there was a, um, a video clip I put up of the uh, l- new laser arms uh, revolving action shotgun uh, that's chambered in 410 uh, we put up this uh, this clip I, I mean I, I, t- I t- was in the warehouse, and I decided to uh, answer a question uh, that was posed by one of our uh, great followers, it was, is it double action uh, or just single action? And i truthfully told, I hadn't checked even myself. I, I decided that I was going to thumb the hammer when I was there, and uh, that's all I did. I didn't try um, pulling the, the trigger through a complete stroke um, uninterrupted. And, and so I didn't know the answer to that question. And I, I, I didn't want to call the people at the warehouse and bother them with something so trivial. So I waited until my next visit uh, before I uh, you know, confirmed that I, what I believed to be true was that it is, in fact, a double action, uh, revolving action, uh, in a carbine, uh, chambered in 410 shot shell, which is like really exciting. I mean, uh, if, for those of you that haven't tried 410 shot shell, they're like this really slim uh, shot shell uh, that can also be a slug, uh, and I understand that it has, uh, you know, uh, energy uh, that is, you know, significantly more than forty-four Magnum. Uh, it's a smoothbore uh, shotgun, and as such, it's a non-restricted item, uh, and it's really, you know, handy and light. I, I believe we threw it on a scale, and it came in at somewhere around, you know, six pounds, and, uh, you know, uh, just, just a handy bush rifle. I could see a lot of people getting good use out of this. Uh, certainly when I pulled the trigger, you know, five times in a row, uh, you know, I, I captured my expression, uh, you know, what I thought of this thing. The, the new laser arms revolving, uh, shotgun seems to be, uh, you know something that I would be interested in, in having. I think a lot of people would, would like it. I know a guy at one of our local trap ranges who would probably have a field day with it. And, I mean, he's a crack shot at the skeet range with a 410. When I found out he was shooting a 410 and he had hit, like, his 25th bird, uh, I didn't realize it. You know, like he, I, you know, I spent so much time talking to him and uh, speaking to my friends uh, that were present uh, while he was shooting that I didn't realize he was uh, thoroughly whipping my ass uh, on the skeet range uh, with a 410 shotgun when I was using a 12-gauge and struggling to keep up. Uh, I think the 410 shot shell is, is, is really an underrated, maybe a little-known uh, cartridge for some, but uh, for the people who live out... Uh, in country 410 is a, like a, a go to uh, it's a grouse gun it's a partridge gun uh, it's the kind of gun that you would use to uh, you know maybe take rabbit and uh, you know great light bush gun in this uh, carbine form i mean if you if you like a revolver and you ever thought of what it might be like to you know put a shoulder stock on it and, uh, and a long barrel and to turn it into like a like a buckmark carbine type Setup, up, uh, 410 shot shell. you know, is, is looking to be pretty promising. So, you know, uh, I, I'm not surprised that so many people were interested in it, but I never imagined that, you know, thirty seven thousand views would occur in the span of like, you know, a day and a half. And so the interest level in this thing was ridiculously high, and I was really, you know, riding the wave and enjoying it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great to see people, you know, showing an interest in uh, technology that is clearly, you know, uh, over 100 years old. Uh, probably closer to about, you know, 130 uh, years old. And, and to know, though, that it's been brought back in this modern form, uh, you know, by this Turkish company. Uh, you know, the quality level seems really good. I, I You know, I, the trigger feel was nice. Like, I mean, it, it was smooth enough. Uh, when I thumbed the hammer, I, I found uh, the trigger to be really crisp, and I know that that'll get better, uh, you know, as you use it a little bit. And the sights are these really clear... Uh, filament-like sights. If memory serves me correctly, I mean, I, I've held so many guns in the last, you know, month and a half. But this one uh, stood out in my mind. It's like a handy gun, and you know, really clear sights. And I'm thinking 410 shot shell. You know, you, if you, uh, you know, if you mix in a lo- uh, a cylinder and you you, you mix, you know, uh, three rounds of shot with two slugs. You know, uh, it, it does really offer you a degree of versatility. Uh, then, of course, you got to keep track of what's, what's where, but at least you can swing the cylinder out and index it. You, know, uh, you can mark the shells, or you, know, you, know, you can know that they'll be different brands. Uh, so out in the bush, you might encounter um, you know, the need for one type of round and be able to kind of rotate to the other. Um, you know, or carry two different types of shells on you, and you can always change up on the fly, depending on your needs uh if you're out in the bush and you know you gotta hunt for sustenance if you uh you know really believe in getting way out there uh you know it's 410 Uh, apparently it has more impact power than you know 44 magnum which is really nothing to snicker at you can take bear with that so to have that in kind of a carbine form and, and to give yourself a degree of accuracy you could never achieve with a 44 magnum um you know to have a 410 shot shell uh, with slugs in it you know that affords you uh, quite a bit of power and if you want to take light game you know if you're looking for lunch uh for the hunters out there uh you know and, and you manage to pop yourself uh you know a small uh, small bird uh you know a 410 shot shell is the way to go it doesn't damage the meat you know and uh that would take me on to another thing i saw this week i saw i saw a video clip of a hunter and i had this discussion with bugsy Um, You know, for for those of you that uh, are not familiar with uh, Bugsy Mac on Instagram, uh, you know, one of my old colleagues, uh, great guy and dear friend of mine, you know, I I talked to him about the subject of hunting. And so I saw this video clip uh, somewhere. I can't remember uh, where it came from, but I I was kind of disappointed because I guess somebody had mounted like uh, a camera to the back of a scope a holographic sight on a shotgun. It was like trying to steady it. You could tell that they were having trouble tracking this uh, turkey that was coming in. And you see, and I mean, I, I, I'm not laughing, but like, I mean, you see the the, the, the reticle is uh, over the bird's chest. And I'm thinking, okay, so, and you can see the guy's kind of shaking a little bit or moving around at least. And he's having some difficulty kind of zeroing in on this thing. And then he pulls the trigger and you see the breast kind of ruffle for a second. You know that it's a direct hit. Uh, on the chest of the bird. And then I watched the bird kind of flop around from left to right, uh, you know, two or three feet uh, from side to side on the ground. You can tell that it's not, you know, it's not dead, it's dying and, you know, it's a chest shot, which really isn't gonna yield, you know, a fantastic meal as you spit out pellets, you know, every uh, second or third chew. Uh, So, you know, in my opinion, kind of an irresponsible uh, sort of uh, approach to, you know, the report of hunting. Uh, you know, most guys I know are quite ethical. They wait for the bird to come in, uh, you know, into a certain range uh, so that they know uh, that they can uh, achieve a clean kill and, and, you know, give the animal a dignified death. Uh, you know, so I'm watching this video. I'm thinking, well, that's that's lovely and that doesn't make any sense. And wow, you know, that's that's well thought out. Uh, good job. You know, a way to represent. And so it, this is uh, one of the things that, you know, we encounter from time to time. Uh, and this is why I think the Canadian gun vault's so important. Uh, if we don't put out our uh, f- our foot uh, positively in an intelligent way for people to view, you know, what are you gonna expect? If we're showing stupid stuff, uh, you know, if we're, if we're not offering an animal a dignified death, if we've completely, you know, acted, in my opinion, irresponsibly as a hunter, um, you know, uh, if people see that, then they, they think we're animals, and, and we're not. And we're mostly civilized people that, you know, just are out there and have made the terrible mistake of enjoying something firearm-related in, in a world that really doesn't appreciate them because we don't talk about them much. And, you know, I had this discussion with somebody today, and I said, you know, we really have done ourselves a great disservice by staying hidden in the shadows. And, and this gentleman was, uh, in my opinion, he was well into, uh, you know, perhaps his... Uh, 60s, uh, you know, f- late 50s to you know late 60s. Uh, you know, he was he was a definitely a virile man, you know, and, and quite healthy still. But we had a great discussion, and you know, we talked about uh, firearm ownership and you know uh, how things had changed, and, and 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 I mentioned. Uh, that there was definitely a need uh, to kind of come out of the closet, uh, so to speak, uh, for firearm owners. And it's because of that mystique. It's because of that uh, complete absence uh, of exposure for, for the bulk of the Canadian public. That's, that's really why they don't understand. Uh, and they're left to their own devices. They're left to, to whatever media tells them or, or movies, even worse, you know, uh, tell them. You know, the guns are bad. Guns kill people. They're like the the magic death rays, and they're an accident waiting to happen. And if they never get exposed to it, that's all they really believe it to be. And, you know, and remember the first time you picked up a gun and you were nervous. Um, Everybody who does it for the first time feels a little bit of sweat in their palms. Uh, You know, it's exciting not not knowing what to expect Uh, to to understand that you can kind of control that and uh, that you can channel that and and focus it to the point where you're hitting a target at a a distance is, is really something that I think that people should understand. That we enjoy about this. I mean, fundamentally, at the end of the day, whether you're you know, a long run shooter, you're a sporting clay guy, you know, you're a competition three-gun, bullseye, metallic silhouette shooting, you know, kind of person. I mean, even if you're a gun collector, you know, you appreciate the art of throwing a projectile and hitting a desired target, and it doesn't have to be a human being. And I don't think that's what people, um, you know, really understand about what we're doing out there. You know, uh, some people refer to it as killing paper. I, I really. I really find it, um, you know, like I like the ring steel, uh, you know, some people call it recoil therapy. Uh, you know, I've heard it, uh, mentioned it's so many different forms you know this is my happy place you know I cross that threshold I walk through those gates you know drive through those gates and I you know get down on the range and just breathe a sigh of relief because the world is just left behind me that's the kind of enjoyment people take from this you know people are doing it into their like 80s like I mean, like. You know, and that was one of the things that we discussed. This gentleman and I, you know, we, we talked about it today and, you know, he, he was an athlete and, you know, he began to look around as he got a little bit older for a sport that he could participate in uh, for the rest of his life. And he tried, uh, you know, uh, shooting uh, trap, uh, you know, sporting clay, uh, you know, which is mainly used with, shot, you know, most people, uh, you know, they use shotguns to hit uh, a clay bird, And this is the portion of the podcast for the people that really aren't too familiar with firearms. And and I'm really sorry for all the people out there that thinks it's a little bit too um, rudimentary. There are people out there that are listening that don't understand firearms. And they don't understand the terminology. So I do sometimes have to break it down a little bit. So it might seem um, a little bit uh, monotonous for some out there listening. I I just ask that you bear with me. sporting clay or you know let's just say trap for for instance people take shotguns and i mean it's it's what a lot of people think shooting is you know you yell pull and this clay disc uh jumps out of a box and it flies up in the air uh the same way duck hunt you know sort of captivated the minds of uh you know a generation in the mid 80s like i mean it's just a lot of fun to like you know point something pull a trigger aim and hit it and 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 a lot of people find enjoyment in it So you yell, pull, the disc goes out, and you you shoot at it with a shotgun, and hopefully out of 25 chances, you get as many as you can. And you can do it from different distances, and, you know, there's handicap, uh, where you move back a little bit, makes it, uh, you know, a greater distance. There's all different forms of it. There's skeet, uh, where you're shooting at two different birds. They fly out of two separate houses, and, of course, they're flying kind of sideways, so they seem to be moving a lot faster uh, instead of just kind of flying uh, away from you. And cresting, so it's a lot slower. Uh, trap is a little slower, and it's a great place to start. Uh skeet's a little faster because you're moving, you know, from side to side and shooting, you know, one bird and then another. Uh, I can tell you that it's very challenging. Uh, once you get into uh, sporting clay, you know, and flat five stand, like jeez. Uh, for all you guys out there that shoot five stand really well, hats off to you. I mean, I tried it uh, for the first time in 25 years, and I realize now why. I hadn't done it in that long. It's, it's the most humbling uh, experience to get into five-stand. I, I was at one of our local gun clubs, a fantastic uh, five-stand set up, and great people is the Hamilton Gun Club on uh, 20 Highway there, uh, just off Centennial Parkway in, uh, in Hamilton, just east uh, on 20. Uh, you, you, you pass by, you know, a... a, a you know, kind of an open area, and a uh, slight, uh, you know, few homes on the, off the side of the highway, and you bust a quick left, and there's this beautiful uh, trap range there, um, and skeet range there, and five-stand range, and sporting clay uh, range there. They have this beautiful club, and, you know, it's it's very mom and pops, uh, you know, and, and, and just really good people there. And, and I managed to get there with some friends to do a little bit of testing. Uh, we're reviewing uh, new products that, are coming to market and you know really really happy uh you know to be around good people and you know uh one day just seemed to be better than the next uh you know i ran into an old friend i haven't seen search if you're listening buddy it was great uh to run into again you know there i am uh all day uh shooting with coach nick and we wander um back over to the trap shooting area and there's a, a bunch of guys sitting around the uh the bench and you know and I, I don't know any of them and you know we're talking to a few guys who are you know uh, I asked if I could squeeze in one set uh, and, and get in on the trap uh, action for, you know, our one round. And I hear this guy's voice. And, and, and it's a it's a voice I haven't heard. I, I think it's been like 10 years. And so I hear this voice, and I recognize it immediately. And, you know, and I turn to him, and I'm thinking, Jesus. Like, I mean, uh, seeing old friends, running to them uh, at the range, you know, for the people out there that are listening that, uh, you know, have had very little exposure to firearms. I tell you right now, it could be your neighbor. It could be your cousin. It could be you know, uh the last person you expect, you know, might have a gun license and enjoy uh the the fantastic world uh, of firearm ownership. You know, I'm turning to people. I'm going to I'm going out to restaurants and asking the waitress, "Have you ever fired a gun before?" And I'm surprised at the number of times people say yes. I've gotten some emphatic yeses. Uh I've gotten some, you know, "Oh yeah." My husband and I have a lot. Hey, right? like that. would that one was awesome. I'm I'm in line in in this in this at this one location. I won't give you the specific location, but I'm in line and and you know she's pretty unassuming. She's you know she's maybe like in her you know late forties, and you know she's about a foot shorter than me, and she's got this. Uh, this real air of seriousness about her but but friendly you know like at the same time and you know I knew he was going through the checkout and and I and I looked at her and I said you know like she asked me what what it was I was wearing my jacket and, and you know of course it says the Canadian gun vault on it and she says what is that and I, I said it's it it's a company that I started, and, you know, it's starting to feel a lot more comfortable uh, telling people that. I'm, I'm, I'm finding people uh, recognizing me uh, in some of the places I'm going, and that's really flattering. Uh, for, the, for the people out there that think I get off on that, I do not. Um, you know, I, like, I, I've met a number of people out on the road. Uh, you know while I've gone to you know the Sportsman's Convention uh, the different events uh, that have gone on where we've made pit stops and and I'm really really glad Uh, the faces are very friendly and uh, to all those people uh, that have you know put their hand out and uh, and offered you know their thanks. I, I It's really flattering. If, if I seem a little weird to you folks because I'm not used to it, um, if, if you've met me and you watch us that closely on Instagram and on Facebook, and if you listen to these podcasts, I'm willing to bet you're diehard fans. And I appreciate every one of you. Um, you know, and I don't mean to sound like that, but like, it, you know, it has just been such a flattering experience to hear people say that they're uh, very pleased with what we're doing. Um, you bought a lot of t-shirts I really appreciate that uh, you know, it helps us every little bit you know, we want to keep this thing going I haven't lost sight of what I'm doing uh, you know, for the people out there that watch the Instagram and the Facebook uh, you know, you'll, you'll see that we've gotten into a bit of advertising that's necessary uh, I, I have to say that um, taking people out shooting every week it, it costs money uh, to travel to all these places to do the photography to uh, you know take the time it, it's it's really a lot of work and you know every little bit helps uh, I, I can tell you that we have some fantastic things coming uh, we really do um, you know truly believe that we can continue to uh, further our message uh, and reach a wider audience if you all uh, do your part in uh, sharing this with the good people of our nation, your friends, your family members, uh, anybody you think is in a position of responsible uh, sort of mind state that, that can accept the fact that, you know, uh, maybe, you know, you enjoy firearms, uh, definitely get out there and, and make it know that we are a good group of people. And maybe you didn't know, you know, uh, I don't recommend you tell, you know, total strangers, but like the people in your life, you know, fill them in on how things are going wrong. And how once again, this government's stepping out of line, you know, why not? Anyway, moving right along, I know I've been going for a little bit, folks. You know, for the people out there that think that doing podcasts is, is easy, I, I basically talk to myself. I had one gentleman that I met at the, uh, the Urban Tactical uh, range in Brantford. Great people up there. If you uh, haven't been to Urban Tactical, uh, Brantford, yet, they got, uh, they got a range set up. Uh, they got some fantastic personnel. Uh, you know they got they got a nice selection of guns on the back wall uh, that I think is gonna be growing uh, soon uh, you know they have rental packages uh, definitely a good place to go if you want to get your feet wet if you haven't been around uh, urban tactical Branford stopped in and uh, said hello uh, you know pull the trigger you know feel the kick smell the powder get out there and enjoy yourself uh, definitely head on up so we're uh, we're up there at uh, urban tactical and I meet this uh, young gentleman who uh, you know, I can feel he's, he's looking at me and, and I, and I start to feel that uncomfortable sort of like, you know, you never really know what to say. So I, so I kind of turn my guy and I said, hi, you know, and, and he looks at me, he goes, I listened to your, uh, podcast and, and your, and i watch watched certainly your YouTube uh, channel. Um, you know, he said some very flattering things and, and, and I'm, I'm of course, uh, you know, completely flattered and, uh, and, 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 I'm trying uh, my best, you know, uh, to keep a straight face because I'm, I, you know, I'm not used to this, but I shake his hand and he, he, it tells me something that really touched me. And I, I really, I really did appreciate it. And I took something away from that. Uh, He said, he said, when you uh, give these podcasts, I feel like you're talking to me, you know? And, and as soon as he said that, I thought, what a great guy, you know, I, I really do appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, you know, meeting great people like that uh, at the ranges, uh, you know, doing my best to represent the firearm community in the most responsible, intelligent way. Uh, you know, we let people shoot a lot of guns. I mean, I, I you know, we, and we do it safe, uh, in a safe fashion. And uh, God bless, uh, you know, Urban Tactical, and they've got a terrific sense of you know safety protocol. Uh, they they've offered to let us use their uh, their alpha range from time to time, and they, we've been truly blessed. Uh, we really do appreciate. Uh, the support that you've given us, uh, and 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 spending time uh, with the people up at Urban Tactical, I realize that there there are a lot of fantastic, skilled people uh, in this industry uh, that are tr- fantastic. Uh, you know, interpersonal communication skills. Uh, you know, to see people leaving that range with big smiles on their face uh, because they've, you know, just fired a gun for the first time and they could see. You know uh, how exciting it is to be involved in this. I love the fact, you know, uh, that uh, they do this wonderful thing by allowing people to come and fire, uh, you know, supervised uh, rentals uh, of different types of firearms. Uh, to to afford that opportunity to the public is really a fantastic one. I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I don't care who came up with it. Uh, I've been to Battlefield Vegas. One can only hope one day we can experience that kind of fun. Uh, you know, <clears throat> go America. Yeah, like, I mean, it really uh, is uh, a great time. And so hats off to the good people at uh, Urban Tactical. And uh, speaking of clubs, uh, we managed to make a pit stop. I was lucky enough to get together with a uh, dear uh, dear friend, uh, Brass Love and Brunette and uh, Coach Nick. Uh, from Instagram fame, uh, Coach Nick One and I and Brass Love and Brunette managed to make our way to one of our uh, local uh, gun clubs. Really, really fantastic bunch uh, over there at the Waterdown Gun Club. They were uh, so wonderful. Uh, to deal with I I gotta tell you if you wanna if you wanna go and shoot a little bit of trap uh, with a good group of guys uh, with a great sense of humor uh, I'll tell you man like it's a it's it's like a bunch honestly it's like friends got older Uh, there there's there's a group of men gentlemen uh, at this club Uh, very serious uh i definitely could tell that there was uh you know an air of seriousness when we walked in the room they they had begun to conduct their assessment which which is totally normal uh you know if you if you feel the eyes burning into you uh spend a little time with these boys and wow like what a great bunch of guys like uh rick you man you were you were fantastic I, i know that it's a lot to see people come in wearing uh you know uh Our official gear, uh, one after the other. But, uh, you know, we had such an amazing time with you guys. Uh, Great setup, beautiful grounds, uh, definitely a lot of attention paid uh, to uh, maintaining the safety protocol. Uh, I was terribly impressed. Uh, There is a way to uh, let people know uh, what's safe and what's not, and what's expected of you, and and to let you know immediately that there will be somebody watching you until we determine whether or not you're a safe person. Uh, that we're gonna have somebody with you. I, I can I imagine that there's probably uh, over the years uh, been people that have wanted to enjoy the sport who perhaps shouldn't be around. Uh, Firearms, uh, you know, I've met a few over the years that probably shouldn't be allowed to operate a toaster. Uh, You know, anybody, you know, uh, can operate a firearm safely, but sometimes people forget. And I I think that uh, a lot of times, there's there's this misconception that a lot of accidents happen at ranges i can tell you right now that that a lot of accidents do not happen at ranges an accident at the range could be a death wish uh or you know uh, the kiss of death rather i should say uh never saw that movie death wish i'm really looking forward to that Uh, one of my friends managed to pull it in and he said it was really uh, quite graphic so i'm looking forward to it uh but anyway we're at this we're at this beautiful club and we're engaged in conversations uh, with the gentlemen of this club and i had an opportunity to speak to the president Uh, we were trying some new hardware and uh, we we brought along for some uh, a photo shoot i was hoping to uh, get done with brass loving brunette and and i I wasn't sure whether or not they would allow uh, you know us to uh, operate uh, some of the machinery that we did have we had some traditional stuff on hand we had some more tactical oriented stuff on hand and uh you know god bless them they allowed us to use it there I, I was really impressed because they listened to the logic that was presented uh you know they, they just asked the right questions i should say you know how long is the barrel you know uh, i love telling people it was 28 inches on the one and saying you know yeah 28 inches like i mean it's not like it's a, a short short barrel oh, really 28 inches yeah but the, 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 it's kind of it's kind of smaller uh than you might think 28 inches would be uh, you know it's a different design and they said well okay you know like pull it out, I said, well, you know, it's kind of got that look, and so I think, I think we were spared uh, a certain degree of uh, criticism and or judgment, uh, because it was this, it was this, uh, war, war finished, uh, torn sort of red, uh, and, and I, I think it might have disarmed a few people, but I mean, it got a few cross looks, but they didn't say no, and of course, everybody, you know, sort of pointed me in the direction of, you know, like, well, if the guys at the line, you know, don't mind, then, you know, um, That's, that's okay. You know, and then of course that became, you know, you should really talk to this gentleman about it. And that became, no, no, no. There's the president over there. Ask him, you know, and I could tell I was going to see the big kahuna, right? Uh, You know, he was wearing a hat and he looked fairly serious and, and definitely was, you know, a a man with uh, a few more miles on him than the canadian gun vault but uh you could tell though he still had a lot of spark in his eye so I, I i sat down next to him and asked him you know if i could speak to him and i described to him what it was that you know we had and and of course i produced some pictures uh, of a few items and and said to him you know like do you do you think this would be okay you know this is this is 18.5 inches uh you know but but we'll only put one round in it at a time and you know uh we're firing um uh, you know, the usual target loading uh, for 12-gauge shot shells. And so it won't be any noisier or any shorter or any more uh, of a problem uh, than any other gun. Uh, you know, th- there really are no safety issues. Uh, everybody involved uh, was going to be a pretty seasoned person. And and he, he kind of looked at me and said, I don't have any difficulty with it. Right? And, 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 he, and it really, it was refreshing uh, to speak to somebody uh, uh, that was that was accepting of the idea that something different was being introduced and you know he he approached it cautiously uh, to his credit and i don't think that he's going to allow people to uh, just show up on his doorstep saying we want to shoot these uh you know he i think he assessed the totality of the situation and uh, made a good judgment uh, and, and, and of course um, you know, gave us the nod, uh, and we appreciate your blessing on this. We we got a chance to operate some of these more tactically oriented uh, shotguns on the line, and just 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 to try them, and uh, had actually a great deal of luck before my EOTech cut out. Uh, I, I actually managed to hit a couple of things without the benefit of a holographic sight. I just had an empty window. I was kind of flying blind. Uh, but before it cut out, though, it was doing pretty good. Uh, I think we may have a winner in the trap ranges if uh, we 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 ever. Uh, get a chance to uh, uh, you know operate these again uh, we're really uh, actually quite excited to bring you these uh, these different things that we're trying folks I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to a couple of fantastic things we have coming up but we're, we're there and we've had uh, you know the president of the club give his blessing and they've been really wonderful welcoming people and as I'm sitting there talking to the president he he looks at me and he asks me about the Canadian gun vault and of course you know I, I don't want to sell them sell them short and not give them the full story. So, you know, I gave him a bit of the background. You know, I told him I was a police officer and I had retired and, uh, you know, uh, that I had started this company and I was really happy to, you know, uh, represent uh, the firearm community, the legal, uh, you know, law-abiding firearm community of Canada and and to do it in a really uh, positive way and to give people an educational experience and to educate the public. And so I started telling him about this and, and he was, he, you could see he was quite pleased. And so we had a great conversation. Which ended with him looking at me and saying, "Wait a minute, I think I know you. You're that cop." And I laughed. He said, "Didn't you come here and shoot your gun once?" <laughs> and so there I am. You know, and I'm thinking about it. Man, it's got to be like you know, it's got to be over a decade. I remember going when I was when I was stationed at the city's outer limits. Uh, you know, in the Flamborough area. Uh, I, I was I was uh, patrolling, uh, you know, all of northern Flamborough, which was you know uh, this gigantic space that would take you two and a half hours to drive around. And I'd forgotten that I'd gone to the Waterdown Gun Club. Uh, it would have been, I guess, eleven years ago. Uh, I was, you know, working as a police officer, and I, I got there, and I thought I was on my lunch hour, and, and there really wasn't much going on in Flamborough, if you can imagine it. And I decided to stop in, and they were shooting. I guess I heard gunshots. I think if I remember correctly, I was just you know doing my usual thing, going up and down the concessions, and and I heard gunshots. So I kind of stopped, and you know, and and, and so I drove around and a little bit further, and of course I come across, you know, I never knew it was there, um, the Waterdown Gun Club. So I turn in, and you know, I'm in my big Yukon, and uh, you know, because they they gave us four by four vehicles in these uh, rural outlying areas, and so I'm. I'm in my I'm in my Yukon, and a guy comes out and says, "Is everything okay?" I said, "Yeah, everything's fine." Like, are you guys shooting here? Like, what? and you couldn't see it, but behind this structure that looked like a like a like a, like a cabin, you know, uh, tucked away from the roadway, there was this beautiful trap range, and I was like, "Holy cow!" And it backs onto a forest, and you know, I I remember thinking to myself you know, holy cow, I got a trap range in my backyard. I I work here, Uh, you know, this is great. And they asked me if I wanted to shoot. And I, I of course, said, you know, yes, I I hadn't shot much trap, uh, you know, even as a young man before I got into policing. But there I was uh, being afforded an opportunity to shoot trap. I said, yeah, I was gonna pass. And um, they said, well, you need a gun, And you know, "We'll, we'll get you a gun. And I said, no, no, it's not necessary. I went into my police car. Or my, my 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 Yukon, and I took out my um, my patrol uh, shotgun, <laughs> and I figured. Well, they gave me, they gave me some you know, shot shells. They gave me a box, and uh, I, I shot a couple of rounds. I couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a fourteen-inch barrel shotgun. Folks, trap is very challenging. You have to hit the bird, basically just as it exits the house. Uh, the, the 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 shot pattern kind of opens up pretty fast. And but I embarrassed myself horribly but it was a lot of fun I think that's why I didn't go back uh, as I think I hit like you know four birds or something like that one time and maybe like five birds would be another time if that I, I probably have doubled the number in the last 11 years in my mind but I, I remember having a good experience there and then leaving and never coming back and I, I, I'm not sure why uh, but I didn't return to it uh, until you know now and, and here's this guy you know he's the president of the club and, and he's, he's remembered when I showed up And so, you know, of course, um, I'm not, I'm not sure, um, you know, what I thought was going to happen, but I I leave this club uh, with the most incredible experience, uh, meeting these great guys and enjoying myself, uh, spending a little time, you know, um, you know, with these guys was really, uh, really enjoyable and to share thoughts and exchange ideas, uh, to speak to people uh, about the future of firearm ownership and how much we're, uh, working, You know, how hard we're working to uh, get word out there that there's uh, just a lot uh, that needs to change. And introducing as many new people uh, to this activity as possible, uh, you know, it really at the forefront of conversation and seeing a lot of intelligent men. You know, uh, you know, a coach pointed it out to me. There was there was there was one guy he you know you could tell he was like 88 years old, but he was still there and he was doing it. And man, could he shoot? You know, uh, there were there were much younger guys there, you know, uh, around, and and you could see that there was a nice blend of people, and uh, you know, overall I would give them a ten out of ten every day of the week, you know, uh, around around trap is ten dollars for a non-member, um, you know, uh, I, I had a really good time you know, uh, spending it with, uh, with them, with coach Nick, although having a meal, uh, post uh, range day meal with coach Nick and, uh, brass Love and brunette can always be exciting. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, great times, you know, and, and then of course, as the day went on, I've had nothing but, uh, you know, interesting things happening on our Facebook page and on our Instagram uh gotten some fantastic pictures lately uh the people uh, that have sent us in uh, a number of photographs i'm sorry if i can't get to you all if you've been disappointed uh send something in uh, that i haven't posted it i can tell you that we're receiving so many pictures now i i I I i want the page to continue to be um you know uh our artwork, and I'm trying to pick and choose. I would only ask that uh, if you take photographs, try and eliminate shadows where you can. Shooting out uh, outside or taking a photograph outside with a non-restricted item, please, Uh, folks, please don't take your uh, hand pistols outdoors and lean them against trees. That's a bad idea. Uh, Hand pistols are meant to stay inside your home, Uh, anywhere on the range property uh, where permissible. Uh, If you want to take some photos and send them into us, that's fantastic. Please do so responsibly. Uh, Make sure that your firearms are in an unloaded state. Uh, let people know if you're uh, doing it around uh, anybody else. Uh, let them know that you know you're, you're taking photographs uh, of items that have you know been unloaded. If you have to show them, uh, you know I really do appreciate that you're sending in these photos. Uh, you know, Tactical Woodworks, uh, you are going to put me out of business. Uh, you've sent in some really fantastic stuff. Uh, good, uh, you know, good work. Wow, um, you know, we've we've gotten so many pictures from so many different people, uh, friends, new friends. Uh, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's it's really difficult to keep up, and I would only ask that you uh, you know try and send us in a clear photograph and good lighting. Uh, you can send them in uh, directly via DM uh, and or uh, via our uh, email. You can send them to the Canadian Gun Vault Inc at gmail.com. Uh, Really loving the input Uh, ask that you find some good light uh, take a clear photograph Uh, If you can uh, please let us know what it is that you love about the firearm Uh, You know if you enjoy it at all Uh, if it has some quirks if there's something about it that you want to talk about or express uh, You know if you want to share something with our population, uh, please feel free to do it through us Uh, We will not be naming people Uh, You know certainly we haven't made it a practice to do that. We will not name people unless they specifically request uh, I will always acknowledge that it is not my photography. I will say that it is a um, you know a submission by one of our followers uh, from any one of a number of sources. Uh, you know I will always try and give credit uh, to the people that have taken these pictures. And if you want to be named specifically, uh, you can do that. I would suggest that you don't. Uh, my my feeling is, is that with the laws being kind of up in the air right now, uh, you know, not that we've uh, decided to change our viewpoint uh, upon hiding, but I think, though, that it's probably a good idea that we maintain some degree of discretion. So if you want to be named specifically, that's your call. Uh, I certainly have made my position clear. I'm willing to name myself and take the responsibility of that. Uh, you know, If you want to send us submissions, please continue to do that. I love the idea of showcasing. Uh, all the photography that we're getting now I'll try and get around to all of you if I can Uh, I found that that was that was actually one of the initial uh, kind of stimulus for the Canadian gun vault I used to uh, spend a little more time on Canada gun nuts uh you know which which was something that uh, I did years in the years prior to uh operating the Canadian gun vault and you know as I noticed the change kind of in the uh, the feelings over there and and it became more or less a place where one would shop uh, you know engaging in conversation could be a little bit uh, exciting at times but but more importantly though I found that the uh, territories were kind of divided into one of two kind of subgroups where you had people that would uh, eagerly Uh, display their firearms uh, in photography and then others that would say there's no way i would do that uh some people get you know a little bit uh they'd be falling kind of in the in the middle of the road territory by saying well just don't show the serial numbers uh you know like i mean more or less the government knows uh what you have in this country if it's a restricted firearm Uh, but i understand uh, that there's always going to be a need for uh, some degree of discretion and, and, and that's necessary, I think. Uh, I think in these tumultuous times, I think it would be wise just to uh, go unnamed and allow me to showcase uh, your artwork. Because what I noticed back at when I'm my Canada Gunnets days is, is that people wouldn't do it, or they were unsure of it. And I thought, you know what? There should really be a hub, uh, a place where people could send their photography and showcase it without feeling like they're giving anything away of you know of themselves, uh, unnecessarily exposing themselves to danger. And so I would actively encourage anybody to send in their photos of their favorite firearms and why. And uh, please just make the pictures of a decent quality, folks. I'm trying my best. I, I have no problems showing your photos. Uh, sometimes photos, uh, You know, are taken, though, in really terrible light. If it's too dark and and I really can't see them, uh, we may have some problems. I'll try and get back to you and ask you uh, for a do-over. You know, I'm not snubbing anybody. If you think that I've missed you, uh, feel free to send in your photo again. Uh, It happens quite often that, uh, you know, with all the messages coming through, I I will miss people. I'm going to be doing... Uh, I'm going to be executing a few uh, different strategies to uh, get a little more organized around here. We're growing fast, folks. Uh, I'm really pleased to say that the Canadian gun vault uh, is starting to expand. And uh, certainly these are some exciting times. I want to tell you all about it uh, in due time. But uh, until then, uh, I would ask that you just be patient. We've got some videos that are going to be coming. Uh, we're really looking forward to uh, doing a number of number of videos with some incredible firearms. So just hang in. Uh, It's going to be a uh, bumpy couple of weeks, but we're uh, definitely uh, hunkering down and making some progress in ways that I think would make you all very happy. Anyway, that's about all the time we have for uh, this week's episode of the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. I hope you've enjoyed it. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.